Hey, welcome to Diary of Self-Deprecation with me, Shrek Saab, a podcast where I find humor out of life's everyday kick to the balls. And let's get straight into it. This week's kick to the balls was I had lost my passport uh, in Stockholm. So I was in Stockholm last week doing shows. And on Saturday, 11 p.m., I get a text message saying you're now ready to check in for your flight. I go into my details. When it came to entering the passport details, immediately I was aware the fuck is my passport. I couldn't mentally place it in my mind, which normally I can. And I thought, oh, fuck. I don't know where my passport is. And I just sat there thinking, where did I leave my passport? I was out in an event, so I didn't have time to go back. I thought, you know what? Let me call up the hotel to check with them. Did that. They said there was no lost and lost and found. So now I'm sitting there thinking, okay, where is it? Where did I place it? I definitely had it when I checked in. Probably in my bag somewhere. However, cut a long story short, what had happened was I threw my passport in the bin. In the hotel bin, I threw my passport into it. Obviously, I didn't know my passport was in the bin. What happened was, I had bought flyers for my show. The flyers come in a packaging box. I got to Stockholm. I take the flyers out of the box. I hold on to the box. I was going to throw it away, but I didn't want a letter. So I just kept it in my bag. On the Monday, I had gotten some cash. A lot of cash. Basically, £400 worth of cash. So I thought, right, I don't lose the cash. I don't lose my passport. Let me put it into this packaging box. I haven't thrown it away. I've kept it now. Let me put it into this box. Well, you can guess what happened already. Fast forward to Saturday. I've got to check out my hotel. I'm putting all my stuff in my bags, folding it, making sure everything's all nice. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, nice tidy bag. Got everything in the compartments. Oh, there's that box I was going to throw away. I can throw it away now. And I threw away my passport plus the cash that was in it all in the hotel bin. Fuck me. That is the biggest kick to the balls I have ever done. It was a moment of instinct, moment of impulse. And here's the thing about when it happened. I throw it away. It goes into the box. Now the box, sorry, the bin was more like an ice bucket with some two compartments. So it wasn't really like a trash can type of style. So the, the box was sticking out, and it was just staring at me. And I'm thinking to myself, do I keep the box? Do I throw the box away? Do I need the box? Do I not need I, You know what? Let me just throw it away. There was a feeling where I was like, ooh, do I do it? And whatever that feeling was, I'll tell you now, the feeling of when I realized what I had done afterwards was this uncontrollable uncomprehensible pain in my stomach, that ill feeling that you've just done something. And I can only I can only imagine what it's like to do something really horrible and really terrible. I mean, let's be honest, I, I didn't kill anyone. I didn't harm anyone. I didn't harm myself. However, that ill feeling I had was terrible. And the biggest kick to the balls of all this, those flyers I had, no benefit whatsoever, right? So, on the Saturday, uh, when I the first Saturday when I was in, in um, Stockholm, 
I did a gig, mentioned this on the last podcast, I did a gig, handed out from flyers, zero followers, zero ticket sales for my solo show. On the Wednesday of, on the Tuesday, same thing, blah, 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 blah. On the Wednesday, here's my solo show. I put out a fly. I gave it to everyone that entered. This was a full room, about 70 people in the room, and I gave every single person a flyer. I put it on their table, put it on their seat. Everyone had a flyer. And at the end of the show, the flyers were still there. A few people took it away, but basically these flyers was just just a waste of paper in the end of the day. And then this packaging box, which I kept for whatever reason, why didn't I just put the flyers back in the box? Why didn't I just open the box one last time to check? Whatever, I didn't do it, and now it's cost me. I'm just going to round up to a grand. If If you think of the... The flights, the the emergency passport, all the bookings with the new passport, all the all the cost that's involved with getting this, the whole process, I'm running up to a grand. These these flyers is a one thousand pound kick to the bollocks. And yeah, at Saturday, two AM, I had to cancel my passport. I had to uh, Google and learn what to do. When you lose your passport, and, and the answer is you, you go to the British Embassy of, of whatever city you're in. So I had to book uh, an appointment of the British Embassy in Stockholm, uh, which again, £100 just for the appointment. They, you know, fill out the form for the emergency passport. I need I need this ASAP, blah, 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 blah. Filled out that form out. Went to, you know, manage my booking and try to change my flight, try and extend it. Um... I decided just to cancel the flight, just to walk away from it, because to book a new flight was extortion, and I didn't know if I would get an emergency passport in time for the new flight, so I was like, I'm not paying for anything until I get my emergency passport. This is all at 2 a.m. At 2 a.m. on a Saturday, I, I was supposed to fly out um, Sunday, 11 a.m., so we're talking like seven hours, five hours prior to the... Prior to the um, the flight. So essentially, I knew there is no chance in hell I'm making my 11 a.m. flight. No chance in hell, right? Some I was googling, can you go to the airport? Look, regardless of what happens at airports without a passport, I'm Arab, all right? Cedar Al-Qasab, I can barely get through a normal passport experience with a passport, right? So without one, no chance. I just knew there was no chance I was ever going to pass any which way, they were never going to let me on the plane. So, I just thought, you know what? Walk away from this flight, right? Like the Nero and then the heat. Just walk away, right? Saturday, Sunday happens. Miss my flight. And I and I wait on, because it, it's a Sunday. The embassy appointment is, is a week weekday. The embassy is not open on a Sunday. So that Sunday, I'm just sitting there. With that sinking feeling, thinking of what I'd done, thinking of the cost of what I've just cost myself, um, and yeah, just just feeling it in in my stomach, in my balls, just oh my god, what have I done? And yeah, uh, fast forward to Monday morning, I get up as early as I can, I head off to the embassy. And oh my god, what a beautiful location this is. I felt like a tourist again. I was taking photographs. I was like, oh my god, what a what a pleasant experience this is. 
I mean, you know, I just had a, a massive kick to the balls, but this is this is soothing the experience being here in this embassy. Uh, as soon as you go out the embassy, the American embassy is the big, that's the big one. That's the one with all the pizzazz and stuff. And I'm looking around going, okay, where's the British one? And it was up the road and it's basically just, just a gate. Uh, nothing special, very low key. It felt like just, uh, I would describe it as like uh, an abandoned prison. You know what I mean? Like you're going to pick up an inmate. You ever seen uh, like a Goodfellas or any any uh, film where someone's picking up someone who just walked out of walked out of jail? That's kind of what the embassy looked like in Stockholm. It looked like uh, you're going to pick someone up as they're as they're leaving the, the gate of the prison. Uh, and I'm trying to get into the embassy and stuff. I'm not trying to find the uh, trying to find the entrance. And all of a sudden, I hear this voice come out of the tannoy. It's like the Truman Show has been watched. And I'm looking around. And it's like you know, hello, hello. How can we help? I go over there, and I'm like, oh, hi, you know, blah, 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 you know, emergency passport, please, 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 and, uh, yeah, the venture was like, all right, we'll see you in 20 minutes, whatever, and what's funny was, I was, I was talking to the Tano outside, I look in, there's no one inside, so he's, he's definitely from some sort of control room talking to me, and then I was like, hey, like, it's, it's kind of cold, can I go, can I go inside, it was like, yeah, fine. Like, what? Fine. It's cold. Like, where's the politeness and all this? Anyway, he lets me inside. I'm now in. I'm now in, I'm now in this sort of uh, control room. Like before, you go through the security gate of the main, uh, the main embassy, and I'm waiting there for twenty minutes. And then the lady comes out. I should say there's another guy there, but I'm not going to bore you with that story. There was another guy as well. Uh, he, you know, it was funny. Was you know, I was like, oh hey, you know, lost your passport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Told him my story, and I told him I was a comedian as well. That's why I was in Stockholm. So yeah, I was in Stockholm doing shows. He was doing something actually important. He had a proper job with uh, that actually meant something to the world, whereas I'm just telling dick jokes on stage. And when I told him my story, he was like, "Oh, you should put this in your set." And I'm like, "Yeah, great. I'd rather bad things don't happen to me. I don't want bad things to happen to me." And be like, "Oh yeah, you know what? I'm glad this happened. I can I can make a joke of all this. I would rather." Good things happen and no jokes, then bad things and jokes. But anyway, lady comes out. Eventually, she gives the passport. She gives a form. You got to sign to confirm you received it. And there was no way to thank her because when she opened the little uh, passway to hand the documents, the minute she closed it, I was mute. She couldn't hear me, so she couldn't hear me say thank you. So what I did was I put my hand on the glass. And she just put her hand on the glass, and we just we just held it there for a minute. Uh, it was quite funny, but I just felt you know obliged to thank her. So I was like, "Oh, yeah, this is this is what I'll do." I just put my hand in the glass like some uh, cheesy romantic moment, and it was you know she blushed, I blushed, and uh, yeah, she was an attractive woman. And if it wasn't for that glass, I'm telling you, uh, more more would have happened to to thank her. But uh, yeah. Got the emergency passport. Looks ridiculous. It's uh, like a light blue color. And it has all the, you know, the details of it and stuff. Uh, so then on the day, I just booked a flight. Booked a flight, got one, went to the airport. And now let me tell you something. When you have an emergency passport, the looks at the airport you get every time you got to hand your passport, they look at you and they judge you because they know that you've lost your passport or it's been stolen or something. 
Like if they say, oh, was it stolen? You say, no, no, I just lost it. Then they look at you and go, ugh. Like just that feeling of, my God, you're one of those people that loses passports. And I'm not, I do not lose passports. I throw it in the bin. Big difference. Now, finally got on the plane. And uh, I did I did something quite cheeky. In order to book uh, the emergency seats with the extra leg room, right? That's what that's what the thing is with the emergency seats. People book that. They don't book it to be a hero. They book it for the extra leg room. But you got to pay more for those seats. What I did was I booked the seat behind it. That's our normal seat. That's free. And I just waited till we take off. And then I just sat in the emergency seat. So I sat in a more expensive seat for uh, for a higher price, you know, to save to save me on the uh, extra extra fee. Because I'm trying to save every penny I can. Because I lost a grand because I threw my passport in the bin. But here's the thing I was thinking about with the emergency seats: the people that sit in these seats are these the people who are gonna save us? Like it's never it's never the hero. It's always the lazy guy like me. That are just there for the extra leg room. You know what I mean? Like the person the person on the emergency seats was some guy on headphones, watching a movie on his iPad, being loud, laughing, talking to his friends. These aren't the people I, I want I need I think with the emergency seats, rather than you pay extra to sit in the emergency seats for the leg room. Let's do a test, you know? And you know, let's get some actual saviors in these seats in case of emergency and if you pass the test discount on the seats for being a hero that's why i think it should happen with the emergency seats because i sat on it and uh you know after a while i was like oh you know blah blah, blah you know can you you're aware of these seats in case of emergency blah blah and i gotta tell you something if there was an emergency i gotta look at the people in there and go, guys i'm sorry i i I just sat here for the leg room. I'll, I'll go back. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, they shouldn't really be called emergency seats. They should be called extra leg room seats. And let's hope nothing happens. Um, in case of emergency, this is who you to blame for your death. The people with long legs uh, who don't know how to save lives. That's essentially it. Because I honestly, I, I, I don't know what to do. Right? People say, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I'll be the one. It's in a moment of panic. In the moment of panic, how are you going to know if you're composed enough to actually do the task required? So, anyway, back in London now. Finally landed. Um, had to cancel some gigs and shows, but tonight I'm doing some shows. Next week, we've got more shows coming on. So, back in London, sh- the show, the remaining shows of October are ongoing. Uh, go to my website for the ticket links. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be back in London to uh, to continue this. New passport today. Uh, having received it yet, just made the application and stuff. Went to the um, the home office to to get it. Here's what happened. Okay, so you know, I had to go with the paper route and fill out the details. I had to get the new photograph, all that stuff, and then they needed the supporting documents. Um, so I was like, you know what? I don't know what to give them, so I'm gonna give them everything. And this morning, I went to print. The printer fucked up. Right, I'm just about to leave. I don't have time to go elsewhere to find printing. This is I need. This is what I need. I need these printers to work. And the printer was just fucking up, and it was like 
half printed. It was like faded. So all the all the key information that I needed them to see, that's the part that would not print. It would print some aspects of the page, never the parts I wanted. And what I would do is I would try and print again. All right, let me try a new setting. And it would print a different part of the page every time. So I'm like, okay, whatever. This printer's fucking me up. I'm not going to be late for my appointment. So I cycle to the home office. I get lost so often when it comes to a place I don't know. And I just kept pedaling and pedaling and pedaling. I got there two minutes late. By the time I arrived, it was like, oh, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Just queue up. No problem. You know, there's a whole group booked for the same time slot. So essentially, I wasn't late. There wasn't an actual appointment. It was just like, yeah, turn up roughly at this time. <sighs> such a panic, such a headache, such a kick to the balls. Um, queue up, go through the gates, go through it, get a little ticket, get to the thing. I hand over the documents, talk to the lady behind the desk, and then when it came to the support documents, I was like, yeah, I'm sorry, I have all these documents, they're not printed. She's like, oh, no, no, you don't even need those documents. We've got your old passport number, and because it's lost, we can just pull up the information. And uh, yeah, we've got all your information on file, so yeah, we don't need your documents. So I'm like, what the? Why? Why not just say that? Why not just say if you have your passport number, it's stored on file. You don't need any supporting documents. You just need to fill out the form again, and we'll give it to you. Why? Why? Why do you have these kick to the balls again? This every fucking time. Just can life not go smooth once? Anyway, right. That was the whole ordeal. So it's done now. It's done. Whatever money it's cost me, it's cost me. Um, and yeah, uh, I'll get my passport in time. I've still got my uh, trip to Barcelona, end of October, booked. So I'm looking forward to that. I'll be in Barcelona, October 28, 29, 30, 31. Fly back on the 1st, but for the 28th to the 31st, I am doing shows in Barcelona. So yeah. Really excited for there. Until then, I am doing shows in London, and those shows are ongoing. So if you do live in London, come along for those shows. Otherwise, check me out on social media. I'm putting more clips up, putting more stuff up online. So go on to at Jirakusab on now all platforms, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and my YouTube channel. Um, but otherwise, yeah, that has been this week's ordeal. This week's Kick to the Nuts was throwing my passport in the bin, and it's over now. So I can forget about it, move on, move on, move on to my gigs. Looking forward to tonight's show and the shows this weekend. But otherwise, yeah. Once again, thank you so much for listening to Diary of Self-Deprecation. Please remember to follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts for more episodes. Thank you again for listening, and until next time, thanks 